Uh, hello, how's everybody been? Uh, I believe I am welcoming you to episode 16 of the Are We Sure Podcast. So, um, yeah, I think I've been gone a while, huh? <laughs> um, there's just been a lot going on over the past, I don't know, month. I guess it's been about a month. Um, I think I last let off to you guys with, uh, let's see, with Brian. Brian and Carly were over. Um, and that was kind of the start of insanity for a month. Um, now I'm kind of getting settled into my situation here. Um, I think everything's going good. I think we'll have a nice smooth ride from here on out after a few more projects, uh, which I'll get into in just a little while. Um, what I've been up to, I'll get into in just a little while. Um, Simba's already mad, so I got to talk to him about that in just a minute. Um, uh, so most of the reason, I guess, that I've been gone is after I let off with Brian and Carly, actually while they were here, I got a phone call, um, about a place up for rent way closer to my work. So, uh, went and looked at that, uh, I don't know, a few days later, uh, ended up actually getting it, um. So I moved out of my beautiful home in the middle of nowhere, and now I'm kind of, I have neighbors now, um, which I can deal with the neighbors, right? It seems fine. I got some good neighbors. Uh, it's, this, this is how funny this is. I said, I don't want to live in a neighborhood and be in a cul-de-sac and right. And then now the, the place we're at is in a neighborhood at the end of like the circle cul-de-sac, like at the very end, like to, exactly where I didn't want to be, but, uh, but um, it's great. Uh, I really like it. So I, we got more room. Um, actually now my new recording studio is, so this is another, this is another reason I didn't get stuff up uh, so quickly because yeah, when we moved in, I could have set everything up and I could have been ready to record and all this. Um, but the room needed work. You know what? I'll get into that in a minute, but before that, let's talk about uh, let's talk about moving here, okay? So, we 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 moved during the uh, biggest storm uh, of Atlanta in 2016 <laughs> or 2017. I don't even remember what the day. It was about a month ago, some, somewhere around there. But uh, it's just funny because I tried to get all these people to help me uh, help me move, and I, I didn't really try too hard. But the the, the 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 people were like, oh, I'd, I'd help you move, but not in this weather. And I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, what fucking weather are you talking about? And apparently we were going to get this really bad snowstorm. <laughs> which, which apparently people think it was us. I, I don't. Oh, God, I don't know what the hell. But, um. Anyhow, anyhow, um, so I, I get one person to help me move. You know, it was really funny too. While, while we're moving, a buddy from work calls me. He's like, Hey, Hey, where are you at? I'm like moving. He goes, well, are you at the, the old place or the new place? He said, well, I'm at the old place. He goes, Oh, Oh, I was going to help you move. But if you're at the old place, what, what the fuck kind of shit is that? So you're. You were going to help me move if I was already fucking here? Wow. Wow, thanks for the help. 
Unbelievable. I mean, it was funny, and I get what he was saying because it's close to my work. He was going to stop by and unload, you know, unload a box or two. Like that was going to help, right? I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. And then he, and, and then of course he goes on to say, "I would help you, but in this weather." And again, I'm like, "What fucking weather?" All right, most of the fucking day we moved. It's, I mean, it's cold. It's like 40. Okay, that's how cold it was. Like 40. And most of the day we moved, it stayed right around there until the sun went down. It got a little colder. It got down to about 38. All right? And then it started to rain around like 8 or 9. Rain. Okay? I'm talking fucking rain. And people are like, oh, this snowstorm. <laughs> it's not snowing at all. So we're moving, and we, we made about two trips. On the second trip back, I'm with Sean, uh, my mechanic, my mobile mechanic at work. I'm with Sean, and we're sitting here just making fun of people because people are like, there's these places that sell firewood, right? And the line is like an hour long easy. There's maybe 20, 30 cars lined up waiting to get firewood. And I just could not fucking believe these people were like worried. Like, oh, we're going to be locked in our house for days. All right, because listen, at the end of this winter storm that, that, that everyone's so worried about, the next morning, I woke up and I called Sean. I didn't have any coffee. Um, we, we weren't completely unpacked. We didn't have coffee. So Sean hits me up. He's like, you want some coffee? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, come on over because he lives just a few houses down. He's like, well, come on over and uh, I'll hook you up with some coffee. I was like, all right, I'll head over now. And he goes, well, get your snow gear on. <laughs> I go outside. There's like, I went outside in slippers, by the way, and shorts. There's like a sixteenth of an inch of frost on the grass. <laughs> and and the news is like the worst winter storm, <laughs> Georgia, man. And we're driving the whole night before we're driving, and, and, and as we're moving that second load, and actually on our way on our way to get the second load, and we're just fucking with people. And he's like, oh whoa whoa, slow down, slow down. So I'm like, no no no, don't worry, I got them heated tires, so it'll get it'll cut to the snow with my heated tires. And then we stop at McDonald's to get some lunch. And uh, the lady's like, you know, the girl at the counter's like, hey, uh, you know, how you guys doing? Sean's like, I tell you what, we'd be a hell of a lot better. You get someone out there with a shovel, get all this snow off the ground. She's like, oh, yeah, it's getting bad, huh? <laughs> no, no, it's not. And then she thinks he's serious. And she, like, grabs a shovel, like, tells a guy to get a shovel. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, I thought you were serious. We're like, no, it's a steady downpour out there. Like, oh, it's going to turn to ice. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, this 40-degree weather, man. It'll freeze water in a heartbeat. It was just ridiculous. And no one would help because of the weather, blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's going to be so bad. Everything closed down. I'm, I mean, this is a while ago. I'm sure you guys fucking heard or read the shit. Everything closed down by noon. Schools were canceled by noon for the next day. And we didn't even get, like, anything bad. Like, you could have went to school. All right? You, you could have fucking went to school. Now, I know the South isn't prepared for ice and shit. And there was a highway that froze over pretty good and caused a good amount of chaos. All right. I will give them that. All right. It caused a good amount of chaos. That's one fucking road. All right. It did. I'll, I'll give them that. It caused some chaos because they don't have the, the, you know, they don't have the capabilities of controlling the ice in the South. I think they have like three salt trucks in the entire city of Atlanta. So, but at least they have three, two years ago, they didn't have any. So at least they're working on a little bit. But uh, it was just ridiculous, like, how easy people freak out. Grocery stores, you couldn't even walk into them. They were too full. 
It's like, guys, this is one day of cold and rain. Just stay in tonight. Like, just stay in. You don't need to go get extra growth. Just don't go out tonight. And then in the morning, when it's 46 again, you're going to be grand. It was just nuts to me how quick people just freak out with the weather down here. Again, I get it. They, I get it. I do get it. They're not, they're not prepared for this. It, it doesn't happen often. Uh, so I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But anyhow. Um, after that, and I had a really good time moving, we did a fucking killer job. I mean, we, it took us a day and then the next day I unpacked a bunch of shit and then Sunday I had to go back and get like everything in my shed and like my tools and all that shit. So we got that. Uh, so technically it took us three trips, three full trips. Um, so not that bad. I mean, it is because the drive fucking blows, but, uh, at least, you know, we're here now and, uh, now I'm like a minute from work. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty nice to be this close. And actually I really like my new recording area. My first time recording in here, uh, which is great. Um, but it's in a, uh, you know, a, a, a garage, it used to be a garage and they turned it into like, yeah, we'll get into that right now, actually. All right. So it used to be a garage and they tried to turn it into like a room. Like they tried to but like how they frame the outsides all fucked up. Like it don't make any sense. It like underlaps on one side and overlap. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense how they framed like where the garage door used to be. And then uh, the floor was still concrete, but it was like painted shit, ugly, nasty concrete. And then I get in and it's like chalkboard paint, like that black chalkboard paint with chalk on the walls. And then there's like red and white paint on the doors. I'm like, just, just fucking nasty. So I couldn't exactly unpack uh, my recording gear to fucking start recording in like, it, we, I was calling it the dungeon. I mean, it was like a dungeon. I'm like, I can't record in that fucking dungeon. Uh, and the echo was so bad. So, um. It was real bad. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't record it in here. It was great for my guitar, but the acoustics in here were just fucking awful. So I couldn't exactly just bust out my equipment and start recording. Plus, there was some stuff I didn't bring with me, uh, like, and how I, I kind of have this set up now. It's not so much a living room anymore. It's like legit kind of just recording area. So I had to get like the TV mounted perfectly. I had to make my computer stand, um, which I converted my. Uh, living room, like dining or living room coffee table uh, that my stepdad Eric built for me like years ago. I was like 14 or 15 when he built it and I've had it ever since and I didn't really have a need for it anymore because I got rid of my couch and like I didn't make it as much like a living area as more, you know, like more like a studio. So I didn't really have a need for the coffee table. I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to get rid of it. I've had it for so long. So what I did is got um, two pieces of four by four put them underneath the, the, the damn coffee table and repainted it. And uh, now it's my computer table and it works out perfect. Cause I got the little shelf for my receiver and my Xbox and uh, the top's good. Like, I don't know, it works out perfect. And uh, it's, it's really, I don't know. I was pretty happy to like reuse it for something that I'm going to use even like more the hell out of. Cause I use the hell out of it as a fucking coffee table. Now I'm going to use the hell out of it as a fucking computer table. So, or desk or whatever. So, um, really cool to reuse that. So I had to do that. You know, I had to build that, I paint that. But before we could even get to that part, I had to make the dungeon not a fucking dungeon. So what we did is we come in. Um, I got a really cool neighbor, Alex. Uh, he owns a tree cutting service. And his he calls him his brother, but it's not really his brother. They're just really close friends. He, uh, he's like, he's a painter. So he came over, um, painted the whole room, um, like a really nice light, light gray. Um, did all the trim white, painted the door white, the trim white. You know, it's like not a dungeon anymore. And then after that, um, Sean, the mechanic, his brother gave me his carpet from his house. That He he got a new house. He ripped out the carpet, put hardwood in. The carpet's still brand new. So I put that carpet in the um, 
in the dungeon. And now after that and get my furniture in here and the paint and the lights, um, change the lights, change the, the, the fixtures and the switches. And now it's like, oh man, you know, now it's on. Now it's like a legit recording area. Um, yeah, I got my fucking cigars behind me. I'm going to spark one of those up in a little while. So, um, I really like this space. I think it's going to be a pretty sweet space. So I'm cool with that. Um, and the acoustics are a lot better. It's not so echoey anymore. Um, actually, you should be getting, I don't know because I haven't listened to any, I haven't recorded here yet, but it should be a, a little bit of a clear sound. I bought some extra stuff to get me a little bit clearer and not so echoey. So hopefully, you guys give me some feedback if you listen to this. Hopefully, it sounds better than it did in my old house. It should. It should be way less echoey. Um, there should be no noise. You shouldn't hear the furnace kicking on. There's no furnace in here. Um, you shouldn't hear any AC kicking on in the summertime unless I'm running one uh, in the window, which I'm, my goal is to just run it till it's cold, shut it off while I do my podcast, turn it back on. So um, so it's kind of nice to be to be out here. Um, and it's kind of separate from the house. You can't really hear Simba's fucking paws running up and down the hardwood floor. So um, I'm real happy with the new space. So that's the new space. Um Here's the bad thing about I, I, let, here's the bad thing about fucking moving to this house. Um, so my dogs are used to not having neighbors. Okay. Well, we now live in between two neighbors, one on the left, one on the right. Typical, obviously. Um, the one if you're if you're facing the house, like the front of the house, the neighbors to the right have two dogs and the neighbors to the left had one but he passed away like a week after we got here um only six years old he had some some blood problem um actually i think he told me the dog died of um and that's rod rod's real cool he's a real cool neighbor um he he, he was telling me his dog was in the vet when we moved in he had a rottweiler six years old and they couldn't figure out why i was losing weight blah 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 they kept taking it to the vet they didn't know why and they finally took it to another vet and found out he had a, a tooth infection a tooth infection and uh they pulled the tooth, put him on some antibiotics. Uh, the vet kept him for a couple days, and they just pulled the tooth too late. The antibiotics didn't work, and the tooth infection killed the dog. So um, that's why it's important to give your dog hard food. Even if you're giving them soft, they still need some hard. It cleans the teeth. Uh, some bones, some teeth cleaning bones. I mean, you never, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. The tooth infection killed your damn six-year-old Rottweiler, man. Anyway, theirs passed away. The neighbors to our right, however, still have two very young, healthy dogs, and are two dogs uh, you would think when you let them out they want to kill those dogs but they don't and here's why i know why uh yesterday actually i had a meeting with a potential vendor he wanted to meet up i let him take me because i know that's free drinks and food um so we went and i get a text from nikki and she's like um we have a situation <laughs> Simba, the little asshole self he is and how fucking monstrous he is, apparently decided to break through the neighbor's fence. Just charge through it like it wasn't even there. Uh, I don't know how he didn't bleed after that because he pushed those screws out of the fence. Or nails, actually. They were nails. But, um, yeah, pushed through and then decides, because, you know, the neighbor's dogs are out, and which would have scared me if I was here. Um, but apparently he just wanted to play with them. They were just fine, just messing around, playing in the yard. Um, so now I have that fucking project. I already had to, when we moved in, I already knew I had to fix like the back portion of the fence. It's weak and falling over. It's kind of like braced up right now with sticks. It's, it's ghetto as shit. But um, this weekend we were going to work on that. I was going to get my panels that I have from a neighbor. She took her panels down. They're, you know, they're pretty much brand new. They're fine. They're solid, not routed at all. 
So I'm just going to put the post in, use her panels, boom, be done with the back portion of the fence for, you know, the cost of like 80 bucks. No big deal. Well, now I have to fix the fucking side fence to where they can't, because they, you know, they could see through the little cracks and they could fucking see when those dogs are out. So now I got to fix that portion of the side fence, uh, which is going to cost me more money. But I need to fix it to where they can't see through that fence to the neighbor, which is easy because they have those kind of split. I'm going to try and butt all mine together, but still block that view um, so they can't see in there. But also this way, it's more protection. It's double fence now. You know, you ain't, he ain't, you know, my dogs ain't getting through both sections. But it just sucks because not, I wanted to just fix the back and be done. And I, I knew when we moved in, I might have to work on that fence. But I was hoping I'd have longer than I had. So now I got to fucking fix that fucking portion of the fence, which is going to blow. Um, which I would have worked on a while ago, but I had another trip come up that I had to go to, which I'll get into here in a minute. And I'm just, man, I just, I really didn't want to work on that side yet. I wanted to work on the bad back section. Then I wanted to get the yard clean. And then I was going to work on the two side sections to make sure they're real solid for the dogs. But, you know, our dogs have never had a fenced in yard because we, you know, uh, Illinois, we didn't have a fenced in yard. So we just put them on the lead. And then now, you know, the last house before here, we had so much property, you just let them out. They didn't even need to be leashed up. I mean, we'd leash them up, but they didn't really need it. There's, there was nowhere for them to go. And then now having neighbors and noises, which, Jesus, the first, I don't know, two weeks here, the first two weeks, I was like, this was a bad move. They wouldn't, every little, every time a car drove past, they would bark. Because, again, they're used to no neighbors. They're used to no cars driving by. You know, we had a driveway a quarter mile long. So no one was coming up to our driveway. You know, secluded by woods, and now they got, you know, the city. And uh, it, it was killing us. So we had to figure out, they destroyed the blinds in the upstairs, so I replaced those. We're like, all right, let's not leave them upstairs, bring them downstairs. Now they're in the blinds on the downstairs. Like, fuck, that's not going to work. Where the fuck are we going to put these dogs when we're not home? So what we figured out is, if you leave the TV on, um, they're good. Leave the TV on, the volume on, they're good. They sit on the couch and watch TV. Simba likes his cartoons. Um, today he watched westerns all day, I noticed. When I got home, he was watching westerns. He's down with anything, really. Cartoons, westerns. Um, I think both of their favorites is SVU because it's always on. So they watch a lot of Law & Order SVU, um, which is fine because when I come home on lunch, I'm already in it. Like, I'm, I'm in the zone when I walk in. I'm like, ooh, what's the case? So, um, yeah, we leave the TV on. I don't know if it just drowns the noise form or what, but they don't, they're not so rowdy. Like, half the time, they don't even bark when I pull up. Probably more than half the time now. They, they just don't bark at me when I pull up. So, um Pretty, that's pretty sweet. So you leave the TV on, and now, now they're finally getting acclimated to, they're getting acclimated to the situation. All right, so they're doing better. Um, I just fucking really, I just really fucking wish that uh, that they quit acting up outside. I mean, they're doing a lot better inside, and then outside they act like complete animals. Which I, I mean, I mean they are animals, but you know what I'm saying. So, so. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'll just fix that fucking fence, fix the fucking sides, fix the fucking back, and then the landlord won't pay me for it, just like the last fucking place, fix his shit up, and then he keeps all fucking two grand on my security deposit. Why? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Oh, I'll tell you why. Because he told me not to hang pictures in the house, and now he has to patch all the nail holes and repaint. Bitch, did you really fucking think I was going to live here for two years and not hang anything on the fucking wall? Are you fucking kidding me? Are we sure? Obviously, I'm going to hang some fucking shit on the wall, dude. He, oh, in the fucking attitude that the, the girl gave me? Like, she's a nice, all right, she's usually a nice lady. She liked me as a renter, blah, you know, she's, she's, she's all right. But the attitude's like, well, we did tell you not to hang anything on the wall. And I looked at her and started laughing. I'm like, so if you live somewhere for two years, you don't hang anything on the wall? She's like, well, I own. Oh, 
Oh, well, I am sorry. My fucking bad. I should have fucking known. Oh my, I'm just renting. I shouldn't hang anything on the wall. I should make it look like a jail cell. What the fuck, dude? Oh man, and she acts like I'm a shitty renter because I hung pictures on the wall in a house I lived in for two fucking, over two fucking years. Oh, go fuck yourself. You know what, and keep your fucking two grand. Oh, you're welcome, your furnace works now. You're welcome, the AC fucking works. You're welcome, I replaced those shitty light fixtures. You're welcome, I replaced the fucking shitty door handle on your shed. You're fucking welcome, I put a lock on the crawlspace entrance so the snakes and skunks and shit wouldn't be living underneath there. You're welcome, but fuck. I hung pictures on the wall with nails. What was I, go fuck yourself. Oh, anything to keep a dime. Anything to keep. You know, that's why you got to expect to just never get your security deposit back. Like these people like, oh, oh, wait, don't do that. We need to get our security deposit money back. Listen, you ain't getting it back. And if you are getting it back, you're getting back like a third. You ain't getting back half. You definitely ain't getting back all of it. You're getting back like a third if you get anything. So just fuck it. Don't even, don't even fucking worry about them. Do your thing. Paint the walls. Do whatever the fuck you want. They ain't giving you your money back anyway. You want a pink room? Paint your fucking room pink. What are they going to say? What are they going to fucking say? Oh, now I got to pay. They're going to fucking say that anyway. You, you could do no damage to the fucking house. And they're still going to say, oh, we got to paint because your, 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 your fucking couch, uh, it rubbed on the wall a little and it left a little bit of a, a, a brown little streak. And uh, now I got to paint. Got to paint the whole house. They're such fucking bullshitters. Do what you want. If you're renting, do what the fuck you want. You want a new light fixture? Go get it. You know? And then if you want to take it with you, fucking take it with you. You paid for it. I, uh... I replaced the whole fucking house over there with LED bulbs. And uh, when I moved out, I, I kept the bulbs I replaced when I moved out. I took all those LED bulbs. Because LED bulbs are fucking expensive, all right? They're like, I don't know, like 220 or 230 for 20 bulbs, all right? It's, it's fucking a lot of money for some LED bulbs. So I took them all with me and then put in their shitty-ass bulbs back in. And I totally was like, well, I would have kept the LEDs in here. They cost me too much money, so I give you your shitty light bulbs back. She's like, oh, oh, <laughs> a little fucking fake laugh. Oh, go fuck yourself. And she made me drive an hour and a half out there for a final walkthrough. This was, this was really, this was really, the, this was really what pissed me off. Well, we need to do a final walkthrough. Guys, I moved out a month ago. I did that final walkthrough on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Okay. It's Wednesday tomorrow. So I did that walkthrough almost a week ago. Um, and I've been gone a month and she was waiting for me to have time to do a final walkthrough. So I hit her up. I'm like, fine, I can do the walkthrough today. So I had to drive a fucking hour. Luckily, there was no traffic. So I had to drive an hour. I get there. She's not there yet. I fucking wait for her. She comes up. She unlocks the door. We walk in every room. She's like, oh, you know, we have to repaint. Like I told you, you put nails on my back. You know, that, that bitch. And then that was it. I was there for like 20 fucking minutes. She's like, okay, thanks for coming. Why the fuck did I come here? You could have done this on your own or, or like FaceTime me. And then, and then when we were leaving, she's like, well, sorry to have you come all the way out here, but it's necessary. And I, I was like, no problem. But I wanted to be like, why the fuck is this necessary? How, how is this necessary? Tell me what solution, what problem you had that this solved, that made this necessary. This was not fucking necessary at all. Thanks for wasting half my fucking day. Thanks. Oh, that shit pissed me off. That shit, ooh, buddy, that shit pissed me off. Um, I'm looking at, um, not to change subjects here. I'm uh, opening up my email here. So one second. Okay, I need I need another beer there anyway. Um, 
All right, so anyway, I think that's most of the, the problem. We got to get um, with moving uh, in the new house, and like I said I think we're I think we're we're all happy to be here. It's it's a lot closer to work, and um, I think it was a good. Now I think it was a really good move. It's you know, it's a lot more money, um, but you kind of what I noticed is that it's a lot more money, but now I'm making more money with my time saved, if that makes sense, because. You know, three hours a day in traffic versus four minutes a day in traffic is worth a lot of money to me. So, if it's it's worth a lot of money to me, it's worth the money. Um, Nikki's gonna get, you know, she's actually already has a, be, a better paying job. Uh, her checks she's bringing home are awesome. Um, she gets paid biweekly on the off week of me, so it's perfect. Um, we're not, I mean, we're not struggling with the price difference. Um, we're just as broke as we've always been. I think we're just as broke. I don't think we're any less broke or any more broke. It's the same as it's always going to be. So um, I think it was a good move. And, and uh, other other stuff that I'm um, that I'm working on is you know paying off some debt. So I, that's that's a story for another day. But I think it was a good move. I think it was a good move. I think it it, it definitely improved my attitude towards work. Uh, I'm going to be more attentive towards work. If I need to go to work, I'm right here. You know, on the weekends. I go to work probably six times a weekend anyway, whether it's to get stuff or throw something away or if I need a saw or if I need to get a pallet or, you know, whatever, any bullshit project I'm working on, it, it's right down the road. So uh, it's great. And if my guys need me, I'm there. Uh, the weekends I'll work, you know, and it makes work feel like less work because I'm closer, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm It's still work, but because I'm closer, it's like, oh, whatever, no big deal. You know, I'll be right there. No big deal. You know, I don't know. It feels a little better. So... Anyway, I think it was a good move. I think everyone's happy. You get the kitchen organized, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that's it for the house. I'll hopefully, I have updates for you guys in that backyard on the next podcast. But I don't know. I'm hoping this weekend I um, I knock out some projects because most of the shit on the inside's done. You said my room was the biggest one. To get this room done took, I don't know, two or three weeks to get this room completely done, set up, ready to go, ready to start recording. I don't have any boxes. It's fucking clean and clear, wide open. Beautiful. I love this fucking room, guys. Um, so that was the the biggest project for me. Uh, the bedrooms are, you know, they're done. Spare bedrooms done. Uh, dining room, kitchen. You know, I need to hang some more pictures and shit. But I mean, everything's done. Everything's done. Everything's hung up. Everything's. We, we were, to be honest, within the first like three days, everything was done except my room. Like everything was hung. I don't even know if it was three days. I think by like day two, I had everything hung on the wall. We don't like to. Uh, we're not really people to wait to get moved in. Like, if you're moving, move in and get it done. Hang your pictures. Get it fucking done. Get those boxes out of the house. And uh, that's pretty much what we did. So, everything's done. My room took the longest. But now, I have the fucking project of the outside. Um, the deck, which is cool. Second story deck with stairs going in the backyard. That is going to be my sweet spot. I've got to get that. I've got to get that set up. So, I'm going to work on... I really want to fucking work on that this weekend. I can make that pretty sick out there. So, I'm going to work on that. Um, and I'll put some pictures on my Instagram too, because I, I know I haven't put any pictures up, so I, I can do that. I'll put pictures on my Instagram, um, my Are We Sure Instagram. For those of you that don't follow it, your assholes. For those of you that do, I love you. Um, but I'll put some pictures up, uh, like befores and afters. I did take before and afters of this room, and you'll see the befores and be like, "You rented that house," and then you'll see the afters and be like, "Damn." And I want to do that with the deck too, so I'm gonna get that deck going. Um, that'll be great. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's out. So hopefully I have some updates on that. Um, now moving on. Uh, a while back, 
I told you my truck got hit and then I got fixed and then I told you got hit again, right? Well, it got fixed like two weeks ago and I had to go to Nashville. So I had to go to Nashville on Tuesday and I didn't want to drive this piece of shit truck I was driving and my truck was still in the shop on Friday. And I called the guy. I was like, look, is it going to be done Monday? He goes, I think so. I'm like, fuck. He's like, well, call me Monday. If not, definitely Tuesday. But I knew I didn't have time Tuesday because I had to hit the road in the morning. Um, so Monday rolls along and I call the guy. I'm like, hey, is my truck going to fucking be done? And he's like, yep. He's like, we're buffing it right now. He's like, we're doing some minor details. He goes, I don't know if it'll be done by the end of the day or, or very first thing in the morning. I said, listen, I need to go to Nashville in the morning. I need that done tonight. I said, how late are you open? He goes, well, till five. But if it takes us till six or seven, we'll stay open and let you come get the truck. I'm like, perfect. They ended up calling me right around four saying it was done. I went and got it. Um, all fixed. Was able to drive it um, to Nashville, um, which is a story I'll get into too. If I don't run this too long here, I'll try not to. Um, but it was nice to get back in my fucking diesel truck. I was driving like our biggest piece of shit truck in the yard. So... It was really nice to be able to get back in my truck. And then uh, Sean got a, um, my mobile mechanic, he got a uh, a new CB. So he gave me his old one, hooked it up, and that thing was on the whole ride to Nashville because that shit is fun. You, like, it's so, I just, you just fuck with people. It's hilarious. And, you know, they fuck with you back. Everyone knows you're fucking with them. Um, and then there's serious times too. Like, you know, traffic's backed up. You're like, yo, what the fuck's going on up there? And they're like, hey. We got, because for some reason, every truck driver um, is from the south. Hey, we got us some fucking cars installed up here in the right. Make sure you get in the left two lanes, otherwise you're going to have to get over at the last minute. It's kind of how they sounded, which was every trucker I talked to, by the way. Apparently, there's no northern truckers. Uh, so we did that. Um, I had fun with that a lot. Um, get to Nashville, uh, but I had to go to the airport because I had to pick up Jason, which is our California superintendent. I had to pick him up. So I go to the airport and I wait. And I'm there for about 20, 25 minutes waiting on him. Um, which was fine because I just drove four hours. So I'm just relaxing, kicked back, getting out of the truck, stretching my legs, blah, blah, blah. Wait for him, pick him up, go to the hotel, get our rooms. And uh, then we we hit Nashville. All right, we hit Nashville that night. Now, for those of you who have not been to Nashville, but maybe you've been to Vegas. Similar, except Nashville's better because you're not being annoyed by those fucking card flippers trying to sell you prostitutes, um, and you're not gambling your money away. However, you are throwing it away in Nashville. You are, like, you know you're throwing it away. I went up and got a, uh, this now, I went there for uh, a paving expo, which is once a year. Um, at this expo, and I know I'm just kind of skipping ahead here and I'll go back at this expo. Um, there's like people doing drinks on like the, the show floor, which is like new shit coming out and you know, whatever paving bullshit, but there's like little bar set up like every, you know, 30, 40 feet. There's another bar. Well, I go up to the guy and I'm like, Hey, let me, um, uh, let me get a Jack and diet. He's like, okay. He pours me a Jack and diet, right? He pours the Jack. In like a normal size solo cup, and then pours the diet till it's filled up, and then he sets the can behind the bar, hands me the drink, and goes, "That'll be sixteen dollars." I said, "What?" 
He goes, Six, 16 dollars. I go, 16 dollars for a Jack and Diet. He goes, yeah. I said, well, can I keep the rest of the diet? Like, <laughs> dude, if you're charging me 16 bucks, I want the whole fucking can, bro. You're not keeping that can. I want that can. Uh, the guy laughed and actually gave me the can. So it worked out well. He let me finish the can. But if it's 16 bucks, I'm going to savor that shit. You know, like, oh, sip, 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 add diet, which, I mean, essentially makes it weaker, but at least I got something to, to sip on, you know. Um, but yeah, that shit, I cannot believe the prices. Now, that was obviously at the expo where the prices are going to be up to a little bit, you know. Um, which, which, which is expected at any thing, right? It's like going to a fucking ball game. The prices are going to be, be, be upped. However, when you hit the streets of Nashville, it's really not much better within maybe, <clears throat> I don't know, let's say, so after we toured, we went and got our passes for the expo when we got there. We met up with all the guys because the guys from, uh, Chicago, California, uh, Tampa, Atlanta, all of us meet up there. We meet up once a year, um. Where all the supers and all the, the satellites, we meet up once a year to talk about problems and solutions. And, you know, it, it's more or less a, hey, we know all of our jobs suck. Let's talk about it and let's forget about it for a week, which, which is essentially what it is. Um, now, we did learn some things. I, we did take some really good classes. So I'm not going to I'm not going to say they weren't. Um, last time I went, I thought it was complete garbage. I mean, everything we, we went to, I was like, yeah, I already knew all that. I, I could have taught that class. And you get these guys that ask these like really stupid questions. You're like, really? That's your question here? You paid that kind of money to come here, and that's how dumb you are. Um, but we took a little bit more advanced classes this time, and they were really helpful. Uh, they were they were pretty goddamn good. Our last one was probably the best. Um, we went up to a guy. I don't get off subject here. I'll get back to it. We went uh, to um, we went to this the last guy we went to who um, was an advisor for Ronald Reagan, and he is not only a great speaker. Um, but he's got really good points. I mean, he, he really, he, it was a three hour class is the best way I can put it. It was a three hour class and it felt like 10, 15 minutes. I mean, he was so good. You didn't want him to stop, but also like our boss's boss at the end of it was like, Hey, uh, you know, how, you know, what'd you think of it? I'm like, it was good, but to be honest, it was so good. And he was so like confidence building, like I want to buy a suit, quit my job and be an entrepreneur. Like he made you feel like you can do Whatever the fuck you want to do, you just have to go do it. But what I liked is he didn't say you can do it on your own. He's he's like, you need a party. Uh, what do you call it? The kitchen party. I don't know why it's called the kitchen party again. It's in my notes somewhere. But it's like this party where, hey, what do you think of this? And it's a party of friends, or not even friends, but people you talk to about problems or something you want to do. Is that a good idea? Is that a bad idea? And they are 100% honest with you. Hey, that's a really fucked up idea. Don't do that. Or, bro, that's a great idea. You need to do it. How can I help you do it? What do you need from me? So he pretty much said, you can't do this on your own. You need people. You need a group of people. You need to put yourself around successful people. Know successful people. Confront successful people. Ask successful people for help, for advice. Anyway, off subject, but it was an amazing class. Anyway, that's what we do once a year. So after we get our passes to, to these <clears throat> and we get our passes to all our classes, uh, we decide to hit the streets. And most of those guys that I was with, actually almost all of them, they're not drinkers. Alan, who is the old fucking senior citizen, lively. Um, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Um, he drinks he drinks beer. You know, um, good old boy that drinks beer. So he's fine. Jason is a Mormon. Um, not that kind. I know I asked. No, he only has one wife. <laughs> uh, he's got one wife. 
Uh, Jason's a, a really great dude too. Um, the, the, I think the three, the three of us had a good time. Um, so he doesn't, he doesn't drink at all cause he's Mormon. Um, you know, you know what's crazy about that though? And I'll get back on the other guys here. He doesn't drink at all cause he's Mormon, but he like, it was like two, three, three thirty four in the morning. And he's with me at the bars, just me and him. And I'm drinking and he's drinking like uh, soda and cranberry or something. I'm like, Jay, you can, you can go, bro. You can go back to the hotel. He's like, no, 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 no. I want to make sure you're safe. Make sure you're good. You know, I'll stick with you. It's fine. Now, if you're drinking, it's really easy to stay out till like three or four in the morning. If you're not drinking, dude, that that had to be miserable. And he's such a good guy. He's like, no, I'm gonna stick with you. Um, because you know, you know, he's a, a old uh, oh, don't fuck this up, a Navy vet. Uh, but he's like not your typical Navy choir boy, right? He's like built, like Jason's a built dude, and um, so. You know, and he used to be a security guard. Like he's he's a tough dude. Um, he's also a really good dude to be around. He's got he's got really good morals. He's he's a good person to put yourself around. I think he's a great guy. Oh my god! I hope you guys can't hear this. The fucking ice cream truck. Hold on, hold on. Fucking ice cream truck. All right, I had to pause it for a minute so you guys can hear the ice. Cream. See, that's an, I get a house and now I have an ice cream truck and he comes around every fucking day. It'll be raining. He's fucking do 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 do. Funny part, Nikki. Every time she hears it, goes the ice cream truck. <laughs> like, oh, didn't know we had kids, but apparently I do. Here's three dollars, honey. Go get a popsicle. Anyhow, he hung me the whole fucking Jason hung me the whole damn time, just because he wanted to make sure I was safe. I'm like, dude. I'm good at being at the bar. This is one of my skills. I can do this. <laughs> so um, that was great. But I, my point was, so so anyway, that's Jason. So it was me, Alan from Tampa, um, good old boy, and then Jason, Mr. Navy, and then Seraphin, who uh, used to work under me for like a year. Uh, we were equal for years. Then he worked under me for a year, and then he became Luke's assistant, and now he's no one's assistant until they hire someone to be his boss. He's kind of in the middle. Anyway, equal part now, um, Seraphin. Um, he's back in Chicago uh, running the Lot Martin Cruise, which is where, where I kind of started my career, um, besides being in the labor force. And he doesn't drink a lot. I mean, he'll have a couple, you know, and then that's it. So, and then there's Jose. Jose likes to pretend he drinks, which is my boss, by the way. Jose's my boss. He likes to pretend he drinks a lot. Um... But he thinks like three drinks is a lot. <laughs> so he doesn't hang out late. You know, if it hits 8.30, he's like, all right, let's call it a day. So I guess my point is from about 6 to 8.30, uh, we all drank on a tab and it was like 170 bucks. So that's a, that's a lot of money. Especially, I mean, I had like nine drinks, right? So, I mean, that'd be like 90 on a high end. And I think combined, they maybe had nine drinks combined. I think Alan had like three or four. Jose had two or three. And then Seraphon, I think, had two. So it should have been, well, I mean, but they had beer. I guess it's not that high. But it, 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 it's, it's fucking high because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because then I went to another bar with me and Jason. Jason not drinking. And somehow my tab was 150. Me. So, all right. And, I mean, yeah, I was drinking Jameson, but fuck. So it's expensive. My point is, it's expensive. And there was something about that strip in Nashville, Broadway, that it, it, it doesn't matter what time it is, it feels like it's 5 o'clock. Like, it could be 10 a.m., but it feels like 5 o'clock. 
It can be 3 a.m. It feels like 5 o'clock. It can be 5 a.m. feels like it's 5 o'clock p.m. Like, it, it, it just always feels like it's the afternoon on that fucking street. Uh, really enjoyed it. But I wanted to circle back to the very first stop we made. Um, fuck. The very first stop we made was... Pa- shit. Hold on. I don't want to mess this up because I want to bring up the band. It was... Uh, Tootsies. Tootsies. I was going to go Jazzies. It was Tootsies. Um, it's the very first bar we like walked into and so glad we did because the entire time I was there, you know, there's bands, live bands in every bar, right? Like all the time. None of them were the bands that were at Tootsie's, like not even close. Like they play and they're good. And some of them might even have been better than them, but they weren't better because like they might've played an instrument better, which... Yeah, I mean, I'll give them that. And they might have been more in unison or whatever. But this band at Tootsie's, they included the crowd. You know, they asked, where are you from? They'd sing like a song about where you're from. Uh, I don't know. They cracked jokes. You know, they're a country band, but they did NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. I can't remember. They were fantastic. And I told him that I wanted to look him up, and I haven't yet. So I got to do that. But uh, um, the main guitarist and vocalist was, and I kept his cards, um, Brent Browning, Brent Browning, um, I, I don't know what their band name, this is his, his, he's a podcast host, and his podcast is Nitty Gritty from Music City, um, you can follow him on Twitter or Instagram at 615 Nitty Gritty for both, um, but it, it, the, their, their band was so good, and I mean, they were amazing, they, they were energetic, like I said, they'd include you. We, you know, we had name tags on, so they'd shout out our names and just ask us questions. I mean, they were such a good band. They were what a band should be for that kind of scene, you know. They weren't sitting there trying to play, like, top hits. They were just trying to play and entertain and include, and it was so fun. Or he'd change the words, or he'd ask us to shout. Or In uh, the entire time I was in Asheville, that was the only time I experienced it. That was the only time. The other time, it was just a, another band playing at another bar. And also what's funny about that is I asked him, I said, where can we find more bands like, like you guys that are kind of entertaining and include? And he was like, nowhere. Because I, honestly, these guys just play to make money and that's it. You're not going to find another band like us. And being as that was the first band I experienced, it's like, yeah, whatever, bullshit. But I kept his cards just in case. Um, and then he was right. By the end of that week, I didn't experience it one more time. None of us did. And I was like, well, fuck, we need to go back to that band. They, they were They were amazing. And, he, you know, he's a Georgia boy. Um, so, you know, he I told him where I, where I was living now, and I know where he lived. And But, again, um, I would look him up. Guys, I don't know if he has YouTube videos or what. I know he has a podcast, and I'll tag him in this on my Instagram if you're interested at all. They were very good. Um, Brent Browning, um, podcast host at Nitty Gritty from Music City, 615 Nitty Gritty. Um, Twitter, Instagram, 615 Nitty Gritty. Email, 615 Nitty Gritty at gmail.com so it's all 615 nitty gritty um i'd look them up man they were really good um at least say hey fucking bobby told us to look you up what's up something i don't know they, they were amazing um or if you're looking to get in if you're listening you're looking to get into some music in nashville i mean email and be like hey how do i get into the scene or, or whatever um but it they were very good I'm gonna, I'm gonna tag them on my on my post here and i'll tag them on my instagram so um if you guys want to click on them uh, which I haven't, I haven't even added them yet, but I'll, I'll add them in a minute and then I'll, and I'll tag them on it. 
Um, but they, anyway, that's our first night there, and they kind of set our feel for Nashville. You know, they set our mood. Like, this is day one. This is day one, and this is what we get. This? Uh, so I was so fucking pleased with with that. I mean, when you think of Nashville, and you think about the fun and the bands, that's what you picture. But that's that's honestly, that's not the case when you go there. But it was with them. Like We just got lucky for that to be day one. Like, you wouldn't think we'd have found them to like, day six, you know? And we found them on day one. Uh, so we kind of got spoiled because the rest of the time I didn't find another band like that. And maybe I wasn't at the right bars or venues or whatever, but they they deserve to make some money. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up here actually after I do this podcast and see what's up. But that was that. And then I think on Thursday I wanted to go to the Predators game. Fucking bad. I was like the Predators are here. I want to go. Start looking up ticket prices and they're like free. It's like 15 bucks to get in the door. So uh, my boss's boss Dave was like. Hey, you can go to dinner? I was like, ah, we can, but I really want to go to the fucking Predators game. He goes, oh, you want to go? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, here, take my ticket. Pulls his ticket. I'm looking at third tier, guys. I'm looking at third tier tickets for 15 bucks. He's like, just take my ticket. I don't have time to go anyway. He pulls the ticket out of his pocket. It's fourth row, just right of center ice, right where the home team, right where the Predators come out of. I was like, are you serious? You don't want to go? He's like, no, no, I don't have time. I got to meet a bunch of people. I'm sitting here looking up $15 tickets. This guy busts out that motherfucker. So, of course, I go. But leading up to the Predators game, all right, one of those nights, I guess it was Wednesday, I go out drinking, and Jason cuts out. Everyone cut out early, and I was like, well, that ain't me. We're in Nashville. I'm going to keep drinking till 5 a.m. So I'm out by myself in Nashville, and uh, I'm at a bar, and I run into this guy, uh, two guys, actually, and they're just drinking at this it, random, it was actually kind of a low-key bar. It was kind of quiet in there. They're, you know, they were playing music, but, the, you know, it wasn't, it was all, like, slow country music, so it was real chill. And this guy sits down next to me, and we just start telling stories. We start having a good time. We start laughing, and and uh, we're doing some drinks. He actually, he bought me a shot, uh, and then I bought him a shot. He's like, hey, man, we were going to head out and go to the bar across the street, which I think was Rock Bottom, which was just down a ways, which is a pretty known bar on Broadway, so if you've been to Nashville, I'm sure you've been to Rock Bottom. And, um... So we end up going there. I, I end up following this guy that I don't know. I don't know this guy at all. And I go over there and we drink some more. And then I think it was like four, four thirty, when we leave, and start walking back to the hotel. I'm like, hey man, nice to you know, nice to meet you. Well, we end up walking the same direction. I'm like, where are you staying? Well, turn out he's staying in the same fucking hotel as me. I'm like, well, no shit. So we walk back to the hotel. Then get, you know he gets off on his floor. I'm like, all right, peace. You know, nice talking to you. Peace out. Well, leading up to the Predators game. Dave gave me his ticket for this Predators game, right? And he's like, here's the tri- here's the here's the thing, you have to go with Tim Stevens, who's another guy I work with. I'm like, well, I don't care. Stevens is all right. And I'm going with Stevens. We we meet downstairs in the lobby. We start walking to there. He's or to the game, which at which, you know, the stadium's half a block behind our hotel. It's it's right behind our hotel. So um we walk and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm meeting two other guys here. Um he's like, I think I think I'll get along with them. He goes, yeah, you kind of remind me a little bit. He's like, I think you guys are kind of in the same mindset. I think you'll get along. So we're waiting. It's like halfway through the first. They didn't show up. I look at Tim. I was like, are they not coming? He goes, ah, I guess not. I guess they're blowing me off. I was like, well, that sucks. You bought them tickets. He's like, yeah, well, you know. Five minutes later, he gets a text. Hey, we're at the front. We'll be up there in a minute. He's like, oh, shit, they're here. Well, they walk up. Who do you think it is? That's right. The two dudes that I got hammered with who I had no idea who they were. So they walk up, I'm like, bro. And they're like, bro, I'm like, what's up? And Tim's like, how the fuck do you guys know each other? Like, we met last night. <laughs> we were doing shots. 
So it was so fucking cool. I was like, dude, you nailed it. You knew we'd get along. And we fucking, out of 80 people in that bar, we got along just fine. So it was really cool that that happened. Uh, and we ended up hanging out that whole night, too. Even after the game, we went up to their bar. Um, I don't even know the dude's name. I don't remember his name. But uh, very, I mean, they were both cool. But, well, they were both cool. But the one dude, it was really cool. So um, that was a really, really good time. Going to that Predators game, that stadium's beautiful. Um there's a lot of energy in that stadium. Not, you know, it's not a Blackhawks stadium. Blackhawks have the most energy in a stadium I've been to yet, but I haven't been to that many. Um, but it's a really cool stadium, and I don't understand why their tickets are so cheap. I guess because their teams are not like amazing. But I don't know. If I lived there, I'd, I'd go to every game. I mean, fifteen bucks. Who cares where your seats are? You can go to every game for fifteen dollars. I'm going. If I, especially if you live that close, I'm going. So um, that was that was incredibly fun. So I'm really glad we did that. Um, there was something else now I get back from Nashville I get my truck stenciled and fucking windows tinted and get everything done to where I like the truck but just a few days ago um, this is after I get back from Nashville everything's starting to wind down well when we moved here um, we didn't think I mean I did think but we were like hey we're, you know, we're going to have to get another vet shit our vet right and those of you that know, Simba uh, has epilepsy, and he needs his pills once a month. Well, the other day, I mean, two or two or three, two two days ago, two or three days ago, I'm like, shit, Simba's out of fucking pills. So I call the Conyers vet, and they're like, yeah. Um, I was like, is there any? I was like, my dog's out of pills. Is there any way you could fill them at Walgreens, and I could fill them there? And the lady was like, I'm not sure. I can ask. She's like, that I don't know. And I was like, well, I just know that because this is a, a, a medication that humans take as well, I was told by someone, which that someone was my sister, but I didn't tell them that. I was like, I was told that you guys can fill them at Walgreens. I can pick them up there. And she's like, all right, well, let me call you back. Well, she calls me back within like 10 minutes, real nice. She's like, yeah, actually, we, we, can, we, can, we can put them at Walgreens. Which Walgreens would you, would you like to put them at? What pharmacy? So I give her the closest one to my house. I'm like, I'll let you know, bring them here. So she says that's a done deal. Um... And I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm happy about it. So I go to pick him up. Now, just so all you listening can understand, Simba's pills at the vet are $80 a month. They're always, they're either 80 or they're 78, sometimes 76, sometimes 81. They vary, you know, by a few bucks, but generally right around $80. Well... I go to pick them up from Walgreens, and I'm like, shit, this is going to be a lot of money because it's an actual pharmacy, right? She hands me the pills. And I'm, sorry, I got distracted by something outside. She hands me the pills, and I'm waiting, looking at that screen going, okay, all right, how much are these going to be? You know, where you slide your debit card, and it's like total, I'm just waiting. And it pops up $28, and I'm like, what? And then it says tax. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then it pops up like $36 or something. I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah. And I think my total my total was like 37 something, almost 38 bucks. And I looked at her, I was like, are these the right pills? She says, yeah, they're, they're the right pills. And I, I was <clears throat> I was like, are you, sure, are you sure they're the right pills? Because I spend $80 a, a month on these pills. And you're telling me it's only like 38 bucks. She says... Oh well, well. Do you do you normally get get your pills, you know, filled at the vet? 
yeah. I was like, I thought I had to get my pills <laughs> filled at the vet for my dog. She goes, yeah, they do that. What the fuck you mean they do that? You, you mean to tell me I could have been getting my pills for half price this whole time? Do you know how much fucking money I've wasted at this point knowing this? She's like, yeah, they, they, she's like, you know, some of them do have to pay a little bit extra than we do. She's like, but generally they're not paying much, but more, more, more five or 10 bucks more. She goes, so you really shouldn't have been paying more than 50 tops. She's like, and if you're paying more, she goes, well, vets can do that. They can set their own prices for their medication. She's like, they, you know, if they want to mark them up, they can mark them up. Are you fucking kidding me? What a joke. So I left Walgreens like happy. I mean, happy that I only paid 40, but pissed that I've been paying 80 this whole fucking time. When I could have been paying fucking 40. And, and they gave me, so he has to take one and a half pills, right? And this doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is a big deal. He has to take one and a half. The vet always gave me like the solid pills. So when you cut them, like some would smush a little bit or one side would be bigger. They give me the pills that are like, you know, perforated, like the the pre-cut in the middle. I just touch it with a knife. It splits a perfect half pill. So now I paid less money for the same pills and they split easier. And I can pick them up 24 hours a day. Well, not this Walgreens. I could have put it to a 24-hour pharmacy. This one's not 20. But either way, you see what I'm saying. If I need them on 24-hour basis, I can go to another pharmacy that's 24 Either way, I could not fucking believe it. Like, I was happy. Don't get me wrong, but I was still pissed. I was, like, happy. I was happily pissed at this time. I just couldn't believe it. So if, if you guys are going to the vet and getting pills that humans take, fucking check around. I guess there's an app. Uh, Jonathan at work, who's been on the show, told me there's an app. Um where you can look up where your pills are the cheapest at what pharmacy, because I guess every pharmacy is cheaper depending on what medication you're getting. I don't know how the fuck that works. Apparently there's an app. I got to look into that app because I haven't done that yet. But did I do that today or yesterday? Fuck, I am so lost. I think I did that today, guys. (laughs) I don't think it was a couple days ago. I think it was today. Either way, um, so that's kind of what's been going on. Just to recap on everything, it's been a month. You know, I wanted to touch base a little bit on everything I've been up to. One was moving. Uh, the other was Nashville, the dogs, the yard, this fucking room. Um, n- now that it's done. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. I did pull up my email uh, like 40 minutes ago when I was talking. And there's nothing. There's, It's almost, it's borderline depressing, to be honest with you. I mean, you would think, I mean, I get it. But you would think after a month of nothing, like there'd be something like, hey, where have you been? Hey, had a funny topic. Nothing. Fucking nothing again. Nothing. Anyway. Um, yeah, I just wanted to recap on everything, guys. I know it's been a month and I'm fucking sorry. Um, it is what it is. Okay? I'm not perfect. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking damn close, though, right? <laughs> just kidding. Just looks aren't everything. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, know what I, you know what I can't... Um, you know what I can't wait for? Um, going to Walmart on Friday. And like, I, you know, I need to get some things, but you know, every fucking time, and I know you guys have this issue too. Every fucking time I go to Walmart, what do you run into? What do you run into? You have three things, but there's only one cashier and there's 90 fucking people in front of you. And then, yeah, you can go to the self-checkout. You can go to the self-checkout and start doing that self-checkout. But then it's like, please put item in bag. When you don't want to bag the item. And then even if you did bag the item, it's like, hey, please put item in bag. It's in the bag. Please put item in bag. I fucking hate those self-checkouts. 
Oh, I fucking hate them. And then there's those fucking people at the self-checkout. I know I'm going off fucking topic again, but I'm just thinking about Walmart getting miserable. Oh, man, I'm getting excited thinking about Walmart. But those people at the fucking self you got those people at the fucking self-checkout with, like, that full cart. They're sitting there trying to scan 80 items. Bitch, go to lane 6 at the other end of the store and wait for an hour like the rest of those fucking animals. What are you, what are you doing self-checking out your cheese, your crackers, your toilet paper? Dude, get the fuck out of here. And they always have kitty litter. They always have fucking kitty litter. They always have fucking kitty litter. And they're always wearing sweatpants. And they always have fucking barbecue sauce somewhere on their once was white brownest fucking t-shirt that their nipples pop out on. You, dude, all gross. You know what I'm talking about. Every fucking time. And then, and then you're lucky if there's not some little stupid little son of a bitch fucking asshole kids running around bumping into your cart trying to grab candy and fucking magazines and just slobbering on shit. And they, they, you know, they always pull up like the Zippos, like, oh, I want this. And like, oh. And then they slap the kid's hands like, you don't need no Zippo. You don't need no Zippo. Get your stupid ass over here. And, and that's how they talk to their kids, you know? Oh, God, I got to go there on Friday. Uh, and, you know, you would think on the fucking weekends, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Link Day, they'd open up more than one to two registers. Sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's one by each side of the door. Uh, newest thing, I don't know if this is maybe in Georgia, you buy your groceries, you get them bagged, you put them in your cart. Then you're like, oh, my job's done. I picked out groceries. I paid for them. I put them in the fucking cart. Now I'm going to my car. Nope, there's a new step, people. There's a new fucking step. You know what you have to do now? You have to stop at the door, the fucking sliding doors, while some 80-year-old bitch that don't speak English says, do you have your receipt? And you have to go, yeah, it's buried in one of my 90 fucking bags. I don't know which one. Well, I need a receipt. Well, go diving forward, honey, because I don't know what fucking bag it's in. And now you gotta look for it. Like, well, I need a receipt. What, what are you gonna do? I paid for my shit. I should just walk the fuck out. That's what I should start doing. I should just start going, bye, bitch, and just walk the fuck out. Call the cops. I paid for my shit. Check the fucking cameras. And I don't know why they do it when it's only in bed. What, 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 what did I do? I came here yesterday, stole a bunch of fucking Walmart bags, went on a shopping spree, pre-bagged them myself in the bathroom and tried to make way for the fucking front door. What are you, what, what are you preventing right now? And then, and then I have like 120 fucking items. You didn't look to see I had all 120 items. There's no fucking way you... Oh, you just went, oh, uh, yep, that looks like 120 items. Get the fuck out of here. You're doing nothing but wasting Walmart's money. Useless, stupid fucking job. That is a useless job. That's as useless as the Walmart greeter. Now there's the Walmart de-greeter or whatever the fuck job title that is. Oh, do you have your receipt? And then they like swipe it with a highlighter like an X. What's that X mean? You mean now if I get stopped on my way to the car, I can be like, oh, no, I got the yellow highlighter X. I got the X. It's, look, no, look, I got the highlighter X. God, I fucking hate Walmart. Anyway, guys, that's another episode. Uh, if you'd like to enter any emails, you can submit them to me at the Are We Sure Podcast at gmail.com, Are We Sure Podcast at gmail.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Are We Sure Podcast, or is it just Are We Sure? It's Are We Sure Podcast. Are We Sure Podcast at Instagram, Are We Sure Podcast at gmail.com. That's it, guys. That's another episode. Fuck Walmart. Uh, check out Brent Browning. Um, live the dream. Don't go to fucking Walmart on Friday, Saturday, Sundays, or Link Days. Uh, that's it. Happy fucking Valentine's Day, whatever bullshit holiday that fucking is. Go buy whoever you're supposed to love on this one day of year some flowers or some fucking chocolate or fucking car or something. 
while the women just sit there and rake in the fucking benefits of being a woman. Go ahead and do that while we fucking suffer as men. That's it, guys. Peace out. Love you. Bye.